Welcome to Finding Serenity in the Midst of Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tulai Masi, and I help high-achieving professional women move from overwhelmed people-pleasers to finding their balance, purpose, and meaning in life. This podcast is a series of transformational radio interviews with my friend 007 Ian Fleming about life's everyday challenges. We dive into so many life topics and I give profound examples of how I overcame some of these challenges to find inner peace, joy and serenity despite the changing and chaotic circumstances. As you listen more and more, you will find the useful tips and tools you can apply and embody right now so that you too can find inner peace from the inside out, no matter what your circumstances are. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, Chulai. Hello, Ian. How are you? All right. And hello, Daniel. Again. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Uh, he's yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. We have it's, another trio. Um, I know. It's good, isn't it? Are we going to have you more here, Daniel, or are you going back to school next week? Ooh, well, I am going back to school next week, but depends what time we can do the recording. I guess, do you know your schedule yet or not? Well, I'm at school, well, unless you want to do it at six o'clock in the morning, it's, you know, pretty much up until three o'clock until school ends is out of the picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure we'll come to an arrangement if you want to continue to be a part of it, because uh, I think the topics that you are bringing on board are um, getting a lot of interest anyway from what I can see. So that's good. Uh, Very good. So yes. um, talking about the truth today, are we? Something like that. Oh, the truth. What sort of truth are you talking about? What, my truth or <laughs> your truth? truth? Oh, yeah, here exactly. we go. <laughs> Yours or mine, right? Yes. Your place or mine. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> yes. Um, Daniel, what's your yeah. take on this? Well, um, I think some people have different truths to others. Um, okay. I think... People think the truth is objective, and I suppose for certain things it can be. Mm. Um, but I think in, in certain regards it shouldn't be, and I think the truth is objective in you know for some subjects. Um, and I think sometimes it's hard to to understand that. I guess it is. We're already getting ourselves in a tangle: objective, subject, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh my God! What is the meaning of life? We are going to go deeper into that. Mm. But um, I know that, um, Daniel, this is something that we discussed at the end of our very first uh, time together a couple of weeks ago. And this was some discussion we had offline. And you wanted to bring this up today to the attention of our listeners. And I think it's a great idea. So do you have any thoughts on this to start with, what we're going to talk about today? Well, yeah, I think, um, you know, it's... One of the key things is, I suppose, you know, what information do you have and where are you getting it from and mm-hmm. who's supplying it to you and why are they supplying it to you? Okay. You know, so so if if you're getting, you know, say, for example, if a, uh, you know, a farmer who, mm-hmm. who has massive agriculture in wheat, um, you know, starts supplying you cereal and telling you, that, oh, cereal, it'll change your life, it'll improve your eyesight, your bones will get stronger, you know, <laughs> and telling you all these things... Well, are they telling it to you because they want your life to improve or are they telling it to you just because they want you to buy their cereal? Oh, interesting. Well, there is two dimensions to that, of course. Mm. Um, The fact that they are producers of wheat and they do want to sell their stuff 
exactly right. That's that's what they want to sell you. Mm, yeah. But of course, the the reason behind what you what they want to sell you is also could be that they do want to improve your life. Yeah. You know yeah. the fact the fact that cereal or certain proteins in meat or whatever it might be may be useful for your body or metabolism without without getting into all sorts of uh, nutritional aspects of things. Um, that is a fact. That's a scientifically proven fact. And people can indeed improve their lives. And if the farmer is saying that and delivering that promise, here's the thing. If you're saying something and then delivering the promise yes. in an integral way, in a way that is serving others, then there's no reason why mm, yeah, absolutely. you should not do that. Yeah. You know? Um you know, I'm selling my coaching program. I'm telling people this is going to improve your life when you apply the principles that um, I give you, that I live by myself. And if people apply, they do see the difference. Yeah, I think and that's, of, that's very important. And then, of course, when that is a benefit to me because I can feed my family by doing that. <laughs> I I serve my life's purpose because I really this is the kind of work that really lights me up and I enjoy doing yeah but also it helps the people not only it helps just one person that I'm coaching but it helps their family it helps the children of that person and the children then um, go and talk to their friends and then it's just kind of a big ripple effect of this yeah. the work we the work that we are doing the farmer can be exactly the same the, by giving people nutritious stuff as opposed to extremely processed and whatever, whatever food, then maybe it is helping some people, you know? Mm, yeah. And the ripple effect of, of that can in, indeed be great. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably why I chose wheat, um, to be fair, because yeah. I think personally, I think a lot of people would be better off if they cut that out of their diet. I mean, we, you know, we don't, we don't want to turn this into a nutrition podcast, but no. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to actually, um, start a carnivore diet at the moment so I'm, I'm just okay. eating meat uh, and drinking water and that's it okay because um, I've How's seen that working of... out for you <laughs> well it's it's expensive I'm, I'm still, <laughs> yeah I'm still living with my parents so right um, obviously I have to cater you know to their need we can't um, you know I don't want to force them into it or anything so we're, mm -hmm. we're eating differently but yeah it's, I think it's going quite well I had some uh, eggs and bacon this morning for breakfast so okay yeah mm. um but no i think for the you know um yeah i think you're right there's there's some people who are selling you it and you know the, the deeper thing behind it is they you know they are selling you something uh which will improve your life you know like your coaching mm. uh, but i think equally you've got to watch out for those who aren't the thing is here's a here it is we always have a choice mm. People, you know, I want to also just address something. Just because people are selling you something, one, one because you don't, doesn't mean that they are conning you. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they can be. And there's lots of those people around here. Yeah. Around everywhere. But um, it means that they are providing a service. If you think about it, we buy stuff every single day, every single yeah. second. Somebody's buying something somewhere. So... People feel, oh, we're, we're sold to something. You're not sold to anything. You're, you're just buying all day long. And people are selling you stuff already. If you just, you know, go into Google, do something, next minute you're on Facebook, it's ads in front of you like anything. Yeah. And um, there is that aspect of the technology that we can't deny, and it is what it is. And you can also stop that if you wanted to. But that doesn't mean the selling is bad. Selling is a service. Selling 
can be a trust is selling a transformation for someone if that someone needs that transformation then it is the best thing that could happen to them yeah yeah right so um but we always have a choice we can choose uh, not to fall into the trap of people trying to con us mm. and that requires something else and that's i think what you really wanted to talk about today wasn't it yes yeah 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 okay so, um, so yeah. for me, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, walk the talk. That's right. <laughs> Do what you say, you know, be true to yourself. And, mm. you know, that, that that's truth. Um, yeah. Sorry, Daniel's going to say something there. Oh, no, I was just going to ask, um, Chulai, because I know you mentioned before in one of the previous episodes uh, that you stopped watching. Well, I don't know if you stopped watching TV as a whole, but you, you said um, specifically you stopped watching the news. I thought yeah. it was very interesting. So I'd like to ask you. Um, why? 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 And, and what's what's uh, specifically what's changed? You know, how has your mindset changed? Ah, that? okay, that's interesting. So, in around the end of 2015, so it's almost coming up to 10 years now, but not quite. Wow. I have um, I came across this online coach, and we kind of got into his, some of the exercises that he was giving, and two two online coaches, in fact, one of one of them is one of my greatest mentors, and I really follow everything I bought his program, and he's the reason why I'm here talking to you right now because I managed to build the business because of the things that he taught me, and. This other guy who was also given great examples of how um, certain eras of times where people were doing certain things and then times have changed and people started other things. And then but it was because they were buying into this belief system or buying into certain things. And that's why they were doing. But the trouble with that is that we don't um, we feel like we don't have a choice. And the reason why I stopped watching the news is just basically it. I started this personal development journey, started to become more self-aware and, um, you, you know, search for that purpose like you were doing a few weeks ago or months ago that you started yourself at your age and in your life stage. Mine had started whew, 2010, something like that, and I had done some searching some trainings and some helping with people and i realized that you know we used to watch the news at we used to stay up till 10 it's <laughs> 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 still still up don't worry <laughs> i wish i could go to bed at 10 but i don't um and watch the news and then turn the tv off about half past 10 and go to bed and it's just like how is this helping but as i started to go into my personal development journey the more I listened to the news, the more depressed I got. Yeah. And uh, I decided, well, you know what? I'm not going to watch the news anymore because how is this helping me? And I started to see the effects of the news people around me. And like uh, before COVID started, just before, you know, a few weeks before the lockdowns had come, I was still at work at the time. And people are talking about buying lots of toilet paper and all this sort of all because what they read in the paper or what they see in the news. And because of this, there's a whole craze of people buying toilet paper. It, they didn't just they didn't just come about it just because somebody yeah. started saying it. And that's it. Occasionally we watch we catch the start of the news just by accident. There's going to be a big fuel crisis in the UK. What happens next? You see the queues at Tesco at the petrol station. Yeah. So this, 
it may or may not be true. There may be some truth behind it. The, the, the event itself may be taking place or may be about to take place, but they put it in such a way that literally just puts your mind, you, you, it shuts down your analytical mind, your thinking brain, and it gets you into this emotional state. Oh my God, what if we run out of fuel? What if I can't go to work? What if I can't take my children to school? What if, what if, what if, what if? All of, all of a sudden you are acting with fear. Yeah. <laughs> and this can apply to anything, war in Ukraine, shortages of stuff. Anything is happening because we are acting as a mass uh, people just acting upon something someone said, which may or may not be true, but we took it as true. We didn't even question because it's in BBC News, it's somewhere, and that's it. We don't yeah. question it. We don't ask ourselves any questions. How does this affect me? How can I be resourceful and not be part of this? So, Chulai, it sounds, just to jump in there, that you, yeah. um, as your sort of personal awareness was increasing and uh, you were sort of, you know, going on your journey, you started to think, hang on, perhaps all this stuff around me might not be as true as perhaps I've believed it in the past, or at least you're questioning Mm. Rather than just taking it at face value, taking it That's for right. uh, as absolute truth, you're actually thinking, well, you know, this might not be right. And actually, I don't want to fill my mind with this stuff because it's giving me the wrong response and it's exactly. going against. That, that is beautifully put. And thank you for um, bringing that in. You know, basically, we, both me and my husband, we decided to guard what we put in our minds. Um, Daniel, you said that when you started to do your um, physical development, mm. it also started to affect your mental development and you started to notice and pay attention to not just what you're putting in your body, but yeah. starting to put in your mind as well. So this is exactly for that reason, Ian, that we've, uh, we've decided to be more selective of who we surround ourselves with, what we put our, in our minds, and how we basically what thoughts we can mm. um, hold any yeah. at any single moment because I can there's there's a really great Facebook live that I did I did a few years ago in 2020 when I was doing them every week mm. is that we can change our emotional state in an instant yeah and if mm. I can for example get you to close your eyes and start thinking about your best day of your life and think about all the great things that you've had, the people you were surrounded by and what was the weather like, remember the smells, remember the great things, you're going to start to feel already, you know, happy and full of joy and remember, relive the moment. But then I snap my fingers and you start to think about the worst day of your life, <laughs> the feeling in your gut or just in your heart. What was it like? Who were you surrounded by? The dark clouds and just the sadness and all mm. of that. Just think about it. Sit in it. Right? Mm. So when we do this two exercises side by side, you can change your emotional state simply by focusing on a different thought. Mm. And if you continuously focusing on the thoughts that create the sadness, the fear, the reactions that you may or may not want to be giving to the world, what's going to happen? You're going to be in that state all the time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think um, 
that's just made me think of something really um, quite good that I might be able to apply to myself. I'm not sure if it will work. I'll have to give it a go and tell you if it did next time. But, um, you know, with, with tackling homework, mm. I'm thinking actually, you know, I, I say to myself, right, maybe after this podcast, I'm going to tackle these mm-hmm. knowledge organizers. I'm going to get it done. And as I'm getting to the end of the podcast, I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to have to do this work soon. Oh, it's pending. It's coming. And then I just end up not doing it. Mm. But I think that's because I'm thinking, the thoughts that I'm putting in my head are, I'm thinking of the work, I'm thinking of how I don't enjoy it, and I'm thinking of how dull yeah. it's going to be. If yeah. I change my thoughts and think, right, by doing this work, right, now start thinking of the smile that's going to be on the teacher's face and they see that I've actually done everything I've meant mm. to do in the holidays. What's going to be the smile on my face when I don't get 700 detentions because I've missed every piece of work? <laughs> you know, if I, if I think of that, I think, oh, yes, this is great. Let, let's go and do it. So mm. I think, you know, maybe that's something that people can apply. If, if, you don't, that, if you're not going to enjoy something, think of the mm. result rather than the thing. Exactly. And this is one of the things that um, James Clear um, in the book that called um, Atomic Habits, he mentions, you know, if there is something you're dreading but you still need to do every day, homework would be a great example of this, um, do that activity before you do something you enjoy, it may be going to the gym or it may be going out with your friends and playing a game or whatever, and give yourself the task of, I'm gonna, I can't, I won't be playing that game or I can't play, the, play that game until I finish this piece of homework. And when yeah. you do, you're gonna wanna finish it really quickly because you wanna get to the end and go and play that game in the end. Now, that does sound and, very familiar to me, actually, how I used to try and do things. Let, let's yeah. get this homework done. And then once I'm finished, you know, I'll be there. And, and it's that mm. looking ahead to something good at the end. Yes. I've actually yeah, done something that. To That's look worked forward for to me. People yeah. do that, right? Yeah. yeah. And also, you, Daniel, you were right. You're thinking about how dull it's going to be, how boring, how difficult. Oh, I can't do this. I can't be bothered with this or whatever. But as we said many times in the podcast before, you can choose different words. And you could say, I know I don't like doing homework, but actually it's easy. I can do it easily. I can get this done. The sooner I do it, the sooner I can go and get to do something else that I really like doing. Say these words to yourself. Instead, that in itself is going to bring different thoughts. And This is basically, your brain is a muscle. You're going to have to keep doing that in order to train yourself. So by not putting, for example, by not listening to the news and the dreadful point of view that brings with it and the sadness and and the fear and whatever, we basically don't um, bring our state of mind into that sadness and fear thoughts ever. Yeah. And um, therefore, it's, now used to looking for better things, positive things, happier things, and we are always in that state of happiness. Even when things get difficult, and they do get difficult sometimes, we look for how else can we resolve this. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I had a very important call, and before that, I wasn't feeling great, and I just, I was in this state of like, you know, rock on a hard place. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. There's no agenda, whatever, whatever. But it was clear to me what I really needed to say, and because of this unknown, what was it going to be like, my brain tried to take me into that state of uh, fear and state of unsure of myself, whatever. So I did a couple of, just a very small exercise of visualization where I 
thought about this great moment at the end of the call. Everything is great. I'm smiling. They're smiling. And we're just having this great time. And I'm literally just jumping up and down with joy and telling my husband how it's all gone and whatever. And that's exactly what happened in the call. I not only managed to change my state of mind, but actually relive that in the call. And it was a great call. And it, was, it wasn't anywhere near as hard as I thought it was going to be because your brain starts to take you to that state of unhelpfulness all the time. Yeah. So it's your job by being aware to bring yourself back up again. But you can't do that if you continue to fill your brain with unhelpful ideas, unhelpful, fearful thoughts and continue to focus on them. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd maybe just mention, you know, be careful about, I know my dad's mentioned that, you know, get the stuff that you don't want to do out the way and then you can look forward to other things like playing a game. Mm. Well, he suggested that to me before and it hasn't really worked because um, <laughs> I think the goal when you set, when you tell, well, for example, in the holidays, if my parents are out and I've got lots of work to do. Mm. There's no one forcing me to do the work so I can tell myself, oh, I could get this work done and then enjoy the game. But actually, who's going to stop me if I just go on the game right now? <laughs> so uh, I think maybe if you put it, if you want to put a goal, if you want to put enjoyment mm. after the thing that you've got to do, make that enjoyment only possible if you've done the thing. Yeah, well, that's make, the idea. Make, yeah, make them related. Yeah. <laughs> they call it like the habit stacking and you can, you have to... You, you can do the two things together or do, do do one after the other, but you can't do that thing until you've done this other. And you know what? Your dad is not going to always be there to uh, give you a kick, mm, yeah. <laughs> as it were. <laughs> yeah. So it is your responsibility. Some work is your responsibility. If you fail it, it's your responsibility. It's not your dad's life. He can yeah. only do his best to provide for you and give show you the guidance. But as it's as as you're almost becoming an adult now, it's becoming your responsibility. You you can choose to fail. You can choose to not do your homework and carry on being that you know sort of person, if you like, not sort of person mm. who is a victim and doesn't take responsibility, doesn't face hard things. Yeah. Or you can choose to be a different person and just you know what, I can do this. I know it's hard and it's not very easy and it's not really. I know. It's probably hard because I don't want to do it. But right now, this is what I've got to do. And it's going to pass. It's not going to be forever. Sometimes we have to do things that we don't like to do. I hate building websites, but I built my whole website myself. I, I was telling myself the story of, oh, I'm not good at tech, but I built my whole landing pages and email systems, everything, all by myself before I got my VA or whatever to help me with all of that. Mm. And because I've got a website system that is enables me to do that, it's so intuitive, so it's so easy. But if I continue to tell my self that story I wouldn't be here and if I didn't do the hard graft then I wouldn't be here right now the same yeah. with another story is that I used to tell myself I can't build relationships online well I'm I'm st about to start an online business how am I gonna <laughs> how is this story gonna serve me right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I changed well you know what I can build relationships with people online or offline this this happened literally just before the lockdown 
And now I build relationships online that just blows my mind that I can read the energy of people just through the computer screen without even saying, seeing their faces just through their posts and then from their videos and whatever. You can build relationships. It's just whatever you tell yourself, your mind, you are the, you are the boss, if you like. Whatever you tell, tell yourself, your mind is going to do it. Because it doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. This is why the visualization techniques work really well. Because you're imagining it, feeling the feelings and tasting it and smelling it as if it's already there. Hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Ian, well, have you got something to say? Well, uh, it's, it's, it's been great. It's been good for me to listen more than talk, really, today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure the listeners will appreciate that as well. But yeah, I'm I'm just thinking. You know, we're talking about the the topic today of of the the truth, and you know, you're not you you've um, written the news out of your life because of the uncertainty about the truthfulness of it, and you know, the good mm-hmm. what the effect mm-hmm. it's having on you and, and stuff like that. So that you know, that's a real good thing. Um, you know, I think we were also thinking today about you know, are we are people seeing that us truly as who we are or are we kind of putting on a mask um you know uh, letting people see what we think we want them to see in us or what we think they want to see in us maybe um yeah yeah you know that, think, that's a danger to to fall into and i think um, if we're happier if we're our true selves and um mm. you know we project self truly yeah that's just a few thoughts from me really yeah I think that that is a is a big rabbit hole we can get into, and perhaps yeah. we'll leave that as part two of this conversation for we'll next do it. week. We'll because, do it next time, yeah. Because there is there is a lot to dig deep mm. in that, yeah. and I don't want to confuse the two subjects too much. But coming back to the original question, do you really are are you really seeing what people are the truth or what you what people want you to see? And mm. either could be true. But your truth and somebody else's truth may be different. It's all based on the filters that you have in your head. And it's based on what you're filling your head with, basically. If you could, the, the same two people, the two, you know, people from two different lives can hear the same exact sentence, but will have a different reaction to it. Yeah. Because of their life experiences, because of their state of mind, because of uh, their outlook in life because of what their goals are, whatever it might be, then they will interpret the exact same information in a different way. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I put lots of posts out on social media. I have lots of people say to me, oh, you're so inspirational, so positive and whatever. And I had someone coming back to me and say, well, when you put this out there and people don't like it, it's like, well, people who, well, what people? <laughs> and, you know, it looks fake and whatever. Well, maybe that's your interpretation. None of my, none of the things that I put there is fake, but if that's your interpretation, then it's fine. Hmm. And yeah. then See, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think that I'm going to throw some else. We're not going to deal with this today. We'll perhaps pick it up next week. But I, I always say there can only be one truth by definition. There can be many opinions yeah. about it, and that's true. to use your word, interpretations and understandings. Yeah. It's based on filters and understanding, as you've you've you know accurately and uh, and and well said just then. Uh, mm. But you know, it's it's like the old six and the nine. If you're looking at a nine from this oh, side, yeah. it's a nine. If you're looking from the other side, it's a six. And that's right. We can have a good old argument about that. It's a six it's a six no it's not it's a nine it's a nine but it's just how you're seeing it and how you fit it's only in reality one thing 
you know it looks like a dead fish if you look at it from the side it's <laughs> you know you can go you, you can have a bit of fun with that illustration but you know what i mean it's uh, mm. so i think you know there is a truth but we see it in different ways and interpret it in different ways yeah. that's perhaps something to pick up next week it is and um, before we finish off daniel you might uh, this will this will give you some food for thought um you know this whole covid thing right mm. In the very early days of COVID, we did turn on the news because we needed to be informed yeah. about the updates <laughs> of what was going on yeah. in terms of, uh, you know, whether the schools are going to close. What's the, and we only yeah. watched it like twice, right? Mm -hmm. And even within that time that we watched it, we absolutely felt dreadful afterwards, literally full of dread inside. Yeah. And we decided we're not watching this again. We know what we need to know. That's it. The rest is just noise. And... You know what they were doing? Every single day, how many people died of COVID? Yeah. What mm. is the death toll? Uh, yes, yeah. there is no denying that people have died. There is no yeah. denying that um, it was a big pandemic, whatever. Mm. But how much of that was also slightly orchestrated? I, mm. I think I think COVID, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound too much like a conspiracy theorist here, but it, it was, I would consider it a scam. Um, it, yeah, I think, probably was. I think, I think the lockdowns shouldn't have happened. Um, you know, it sounds ridiculous. Well, you know, what about all the vulnerable people? Well, I, th I think it, you know, it harms society as a whole more from having the lockdowns. Yeah. You know, so many people lost their businesses, so many people lost their jobs. Um, mm. You know, I think it would have been better if we, you know, uh, I think a lot of people made a lot of money from COVID. Um, unfortunately, yeah. and I think that that drove it more than a concern for people's health. But it also drove lots of people into mental health problems. Oh, yes. And that, yeah. that wasn't just because they were stuck at home. Mm. Not only were they stuck at home, they were not being resourceful because they all they did was get fed by information that was dreadful, filling them with fear and more fear and more fear and more fear. And yeah. there's no other way that they could get out of that. And luckily, Ian, Ian and I, your dad and I, found a way to get out of it all and not get fed by that fear. And in, instead, we found we we tried to help people to find a positive way to channel their energy into something better. And th that's what I'm saying. We have been living in a bubble since God knows how long, and since the last three, four years, even more so, and make. <laughs> the whole, you know, contact with the external world as minimal as possible because, you know, ex if, otherwise you're going to be driven by your external world. What will that mean is that when there's bad news, you're going to feel bad. When there is hurricane somewhere else, you're going to feel bad. It doesn't change the fact that hurricane is happening. It doesn't change the fact that whether you listen or not, it doesn't change any of the facts. But mm. what it does change is your state of mind. And your state of mind is your responsibility. And it's more important to you than anyone else. And if you're surrounded by other people who especially rely on you being well, then it's, it gets to be your choice what you fill your mind with. Yeah. yeah. I think just to, you know... Uh, I'm not sure how close we are to the end, or maybe we've over overridden a lot. We've, yeah. we've overrun a bit, but who who cares? We'll have to finish soon. If but one, yeah, yeah. If there's one takeaway, I, I would recommend for people is um, you know, especially during COVID, um, TikTok just exploded, and everyone started mm. using it, and I think that caused 
quite a lot of problems. You know, if there's one thing that you stop doing, it's I, I would recommend stop using TikTok. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that would massively change your life. You know, if you're using it every day, mm. you know, if you just uninstall it, delete your account, you're going to be so much better off. Yeah, well, I've had so many people and some of my clients delete their Facebook and LinkedIn accounts just to stop checking. And, you know, I, I found myself checking just for the sake of checking and whatever and um, literally just separate myself physically from my phone in order mm. to not do that and uh, find other activities to just be and not be attached to uh, the technology or whatever. Anything that's going to fill your mind with distraction. Mm. You know, it's a gr great summary. You know, get rid of any distractions. Get rid of anything that isn't serving you. And if you want to know whether it's serving you or not, just look at your external life. Yeah. Just look at your state of mind, where you're at with it. If you're overwhelmed, if you're constantly... Um, in a state of fear and anxiety, then that's one of the reasons why, because you're living externally. Yeah. I think you make, know? make, make your phone as boring as possible, you know, get rid of all the, <laughs> get rid of all the app icons. I don't know, desaturate the colors, um, get yeah. a, an app launcher that makes your phone look boring and minimalistic. You know, I, I think that would really help a lot of people because no. <laughs> it just, you know, sucks the enjoyment out of your phone. And I think that's yeah. a good, good idea. Um, I, I went, I think it was a week without my phone. I replaced my phone with a notepad and it, oh, was, wow. so, it was so liberating. I felt like a completely different person. Wow. Um, and then it all collapsed and, and went back after the week because I, I just had to start using my phone again, whether it was mm. checking emails for important stuff from school or, you know, the time that I was employed by Curry's, I had to check work emails, uh, you know, messages from friends. I couldn't get away from it. But mm. the, the week that I did, man, it was... It was so good. I, I can't explain how good it was. Mm. Well, the, that's what we do. We consciously, we don't not take our phones, but we don't. We put it on airplane and we don't look at it. Over the holidays, mm. we went camping on the weekend and that's what we do as well. And some of the places we go camping, there's no reception anyway. So we just basically turn it off and, you know, cut all um, the ties from the external world. But you can do it habitually every day, even if it's a small part of your day, part of your daily routine that is going to help your mental state. And if if it's not serving you, if it's not helping you, if it's not making you feel any better, then why do it? I know there's the whole addictive side of the social media, whatever, but, you know, again, it's your choice and it's your conscious um, ability to do something, basically, yeah. Talking of aeroplanes, we're going to need to fly off the podcast now and uh, fly back in again next week. But, but we can pick this stuff up. So if you're really into the conversation and you think this is, you know, fascinating and helping, which we hope it is always every week anyway, then uh, we'll talk a bit more about this again next week. Yeah. Next, yes, next episode. I'm just yes. wondering when uh, when are we going to because I know you said um, I think next week we're going to look at more um, of your suggestion of um the, the original title that you came up with, mm -hmm. um, but also, you know, when when you plan on looking at the, uh, the third eye, because I know that oh. was a topic that you mentioned. Oh, yes. Quite excited eye. to get into. Okay, we will, we will get into that <laughs> over the go. coming weeks. And what I also have done, and now let's do this as a final announcement. Yes. Uh, I opened up um, to my audience as 
send us some questions what you would like us to answer on the podcast and i've also already got a couple of questions mm. to answer i think maybe starting september or second week of september we can start featuring some of those questions and have a discussion around that yeah absolutely that sounds fantastic yeah great so yes we will um, include all of that and Yes, can't wait. Okay, it gets more exciting as time goes on. Thank you, Chulai. Thank you, Daniel. We're going to have to leave it there for for this uh, week's episode. And we'll join again next time. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. If you're the kind of person who would like to help others, then share this with your friends, family and colleagues. Because if you found value, they will too. So please share via all your social media channels. If you want transformational content like this daily, Follow me on LinkedIn by just searching for my name. Finally, I do have a personal request. I truly believe that we are all here to help others and to grow and evolve ourselves. Together, you and I, let's help more people. If you would please leave a good review on iTunes. I would be so grateful. And with your help, we can transform more lives together. Thank you for listening.